Cascade Hoops Talk, Billy D here. Join us on Twitter, join us on Facebook, and go to YouTube and look for Cascade Hoops Talk. You can get the podcast there as well. Today is Sunday, November 25th, and this is your NAI Men's Basketball Top 25 Report. Number 25, Antelope Valley. They're 1-0. They won their season opener to San Diego Christian. They had a dramatic overtime 96-91 win. Derek Green, he scored two of his 21. At the end of regulation, he saved the day for Antelope Valley, pushed this game to overtime. San Diego Christian, they took an early, early lead in overtime, but Antelope Valley came back, tied the game on a Derek Green dunk with three minutes to go, and that's a lead they would not relinquish. Dominique Alexander scored 26 for Antelope Valley along with Green's 21. Greg Chu Jr. came off the bench for San Diego Christian, and he scored 26. Number 24, Union. They're still 1-2. They don't play again until December 5th when they'll travel to Montreat. Number 23, Oregon Tech. They still can't play or practice due to state restrictions. Number 22, SAGU. Southwestern Assemblies of God. They played their first game against Dallas Christian on November 17th in Waxenachie. SAGU won that game 91-57. They really controlled the game. They held Dallas Christian to less than 30% shooting, and they pulled in 65 rebounds. SAGU, they had balanced scoring, and the performance of Joel Polyus really stood out. 12 points, 14 rebounds. SAGU, they were getting those first game jitters out. Uh, They only shot 39%. And SAGU, they do not play again until early January. Carroll College, number 21. They're 2-1. On Friday, they hosted Dickinson State out of the North Star. They defeated Dickinson State 77-61. Jovan Shivanchanin, he led Carroll with 19 points, 9 rebounds in the win. And Shamrock Campbell, he had 16. Carroll out-rebounded by a whopping 45-25. to 25. Dickinson's uh, Trey Hladke had 14 points. And Dickinson State on the road, they were only whistled for 5 fouls for the game on the road. I want those refs on the road. So next Saturday, Carroll takes on this same Dickinson State in Dickinson. And uh, maybe the refs will be as kind to Carroll in North Dakota. Eh, We'll have to wait and see on that one. (laughs) Uh, Number 20, Xavier of Louisiana. They're still 2-1. and They don't play again until after the first of the year when they host Edward Waters. Number 19, the Masters. They're 1-0. They're scheduled to play West Coast Baptist again on Tuesday, and that'll be their second game of the season. Number 18, Dalton State. They've yet to play. They're scheduled to play Bruton Parker on December 3rd. Number 17, Olivet Nazarene. They're still 0-1. They're now scheduled to play at the end of December. Number 16, Loyola, Louisiana. They had a busy week, and they go to 4-0. On Monday, Loyola traveled to LSU Alexandria, defeating their second-ranked team of the season by a score of 101-93. 
Loyola's Terry Smith Jr., he was brilliant in this game. He scored 20, pulled down 16 rebounds. Andrew Fava wasn't bad either. He tossed in 21. Continuing to prove the adage, he who rebounds wins, Loyola dominated, out-rebounding LSU Alexandria 59-37. It was a tight game at halftime. Uh, LSUA actually leading by three at half, but Loyola, they just owned the second half. LSUA's Jordan Adabutu, he led them with 20. On Thursday, Loyola posted uh, Pensacola Christian. They won that game 95-75. to Loyola broke away with about four minutes to go in the first half, and they were never challenged after that. Loyola uh, totally dominated again in the rebounding, 55-31. Zach Reitzel, Reitzel, he led five in double, double digits with 19. Loyola, they bring a balanced attack every night. And the other thing you can count on is they're going to pound the glass every night. Pensacola's Noah Rawlings had 19. And then last night, sticking with Loyola, they were home and they defeated William Carey, 79-61. And you know what I'm going to say, they out-rebounded William Carey, 54-29. Five players again in double digits for Loyola. Two double-doubles. Miles Burns with 19 points, 15 rebounds. And Zach Reitzel, 16 points, 12 rebounds. Reitzel's playing very, very well for Loyola. Emil Kazanaza, he led William Carey with 13. Loyola will take on Louisiana Lafayette next Saturday. Number 15, Cumberlands, they're still 5-0. They're not scheduled again until December 3rd against Life. Number 14, Ottawa of Kansas. They're still 2-0, but they're scheduled to play. They host Bethany College next Saturday. Number 13, LSU Alexandria. They're now 2-2. They fell to number 16 Monday. We've detailed that loss for them. And then on Thursday, LSU A, they traveled to University of North Texas at Dallas. That's a long name of a school. They won that one. 96 to 85. It was a tight game, only a two-point game at halftime. LSUA, they won this game behind the arc. They hit 10 three-pointers, and then they held North Texas Dallas to just 22% from three. And something you very rarely see these days, North Texas Dallas, they played four of their starters the entire game. Old-school Ralph Miller basketball. uh, Play five guys for 40 minutes. He used to say, if I recruit five five of the best players, those are the five players that are going to play. Iron Man basketball. Jakeman Abney, Abney for LS, he had 20. For North Texas, Dallas, Vernon Johnson had 26. Next weekend, LSU, they're scheduled to play in the Battle at the Beach, taking on Florida Memorial, Kaiser, and Thomas, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And Kaiser, they just knocked off Southeastern in the Sun, who were the previously undefeated, so that's going to be a good test for them. Number 12, Marion. They're 3-1 and one now. Marion hosted Rio Grande on Tuesday. Uh, Marion winning this game 78-56. to 56. Rio Grande, they played Marion tough in the first half, but Marion, they just have too much firepower in the second half. Uh, Marion held Rio Grande to 20% from three. Dominated the glass 43-21. to 
Uh, Marion's Christian Stewart, he's been playing really well. He scored 15 in this one. And Luke Goman, Luke Goman, he came off the bench and he put in 16. Andrew Scholl, he led Rio Grande with 17. And then in one of the best games of the year so far, Marion, they fell to Indiana Wesleyan 84, 84 to 76. So the Knights, they jumped out fast in this one. They grabbed as much as a 10-point lead. They held that lead with seven minutes to go in the first half. Indiana Wesleyan, they just chipped away. And at halftime, the game was tied 37. Uh, the teams kind of traded baskets the first five minutes of the second half. Then Indiana Wesleyan began to pull away. And they led by 10 after a Seth Maxwell dunk with just six minutes to go. But the home team, they weren't going to go easy. So just two minutes later, two minutes later, uh, Cameron Walter Bucket he brought Marion to within two with only four minutes to go. But Kyle Mangus, he scores eight in the last two and a half minutes, and he closes out the game for the Wildcats. Kyle Mangus, he dominated 32 points, eight rebounds. But more important than that, he always got the Wildcats a bucket when they needed it. Now, Mangus, he picked up his fourth foul with uh, over 11 minutes to go. And it, it really looked like a game changer. Uh, Marion, they, they took the game right to him, but they just couldn't get that last foul. Mangus, he's so disciplined, he didn't pick up that fifth foul. Uh, I'm sure everybody watching thought that that was going to change the, the whole game. And, um, you know, Mangus was just disciplined enough to play his game and stay in the game. Indiana Wesleyan, they really did a good job of keeping the pressure on Marion. Uh, they got to the line 21 times and went 20 for 21 in freebies yesterday. Christian Harvey was particularly good in the second half. He ended with 19. Christian Stewart, he ended with 16 for Marion. So Marion now, they travel to Grace on Tuesday, take on Scott Moore's Lancers, and then they host Reinhardt next Saturday. And next Sunday, they'll play West Virginia Tech. Number 11, Providence. Uh, they've yet to play. They don't have anything on their schedule until after the first of the year. Same with number 10, John Brown. They haven't played. Hopefully play after the first of the year. Number 9, Arizona Christian, 3-0. and uh, They're scheduled to play Florida Memorial both Sunday and Monday. Next week in, no, this week, I'm sorry, in Miami. And next Friday, they're scheduled to play an exhibition with New Mexico State. And I hope they beat them. Uh, number eight, College Idaho. They're yet to play. Scheduled start after the first of the year. Number seven, Morningside. They're five and one. On Saturday, they hosted Mount Marty. Uh, they beat Mount Marty 68 to 58. Uh, Morningside just dominated on the boards, 50 to 26. Uh, led by Trey Brown. He had 16 points, 12 rebounds. Mount Marty's Elijah Pappas had 17 points. Morningside, they're playing really well since that loss at Jamestown, and they're going to get tested again on Tuesday when they host Northwestern. Number six, LSU Shreveport. They've stormed out to 8-0. On Monday, LSU Shreveport, they traveled to University of North Texas at Dallas, just like LSUA did. Uh, they won 100-67. Uh, LSUS, they raced out to a 21-point first-half lead, and the game was not in doubt. Jeff Boyd, a double-double for LSUS, 14 points, 11 rebounds. 
Kelvin Henry Jr., he paced five pilots in double digits with 22. Larry Rusk Jr., he had 15 for North Texas Dallas. The pilots, they were actually out-rebounded, but their defense, they held North Texas Dallas to 33% shooting and 15% from the three. So they defended themselves to a victory. On Thursday, LSU Shreveport, they traveled to Philander Smith. They won that one 103-73. to Too many weapons for Philander Smith. Five players in double digits led by uh, Kadavian Evans. 29 points, nine rebounds. Royce Hunter, he came off the bench. He scored 17. Dejalin Austin, he scored 26 for Philander Smith. So LSU Shreveport, they do not have a game scheduled until December 18th now. Number five, Lewis Clark State. They've yet to play. Uh, the NAI page has some games on in November, but I looked on the school site and there's nothing there. So the school site's always right. So I'm sure they start after the first of the year like the rest of the schools in the Northwest. Uh, number four, William Penn, they're 5-0. and oh. On Wednesday, they traveled to Grandview. Uh, they came out victorious there, 118-93. to William Penn had six players in double digits, led by Kavian Blaylock with 17 points, six rebounds. William Penn, they out-rebounded Grandview 52-38, to and they held Grandview to 7-for-25 from three. Ryan Miller, he scored 15 for Grandview. On Saturday, William Penn, they traveled to Culver Stockton, and they just pasted them, uh, 120-61. Once again, William Penn, six players in double digits, led by Kamari Newman. He had 18, and they just creamed Culver Stockton on the boards. Won't even give you the numbers. Robert Fry, he scored 28 for Culver Stockton. So William Penn, they take on Graceland next Saturday at home. Number three, Indiana Wesleyan, they're 8-0. They beat Marion on Saturday, as we told you. Uh, the Wildcats, they host Spring Arbor on Tuesday. And Indiana Wesleyan looks good. I think everybody in the country knows that. And I actually think playing without crowds helps them. Yeah, I don't know, that sounds odd, so hear me out. You know, Marion, they did everything they needed to do at home to beat Indiana Wesleyan Saturday. Uh, but they did not have that one big push to put Indiana Wesleyan on their heels, shake their confidence. You know, Indiana Wesleyan, they're talented and they do everything very workmanlike. And to beat them, you got to play well, but you got to bring a lot of energy and you got to somehow shake their confidence. You know, those disheartening runs that where the crowd just turns on you. And Marion, they had the runs, but there's no crowd and no energy. So my theory is that playing in empty gyms actually plays right in the hands of the most talented teams because these games are basically controlled scrimmages in empty gyms. And so to get an upset, there's got to be energy and that magic. And in an empty gym, you're just not going to get it. So I think it's going to be very difficult to upset one of these power teams and schools that depend on some of that magic in their home gym, you know, a couple schools that come to mind, Dort playing in the DeWitt or Dakota Wesleyan playing in the Corn Palace, 
magical, mythical places to play. And when they're empty, it's just like going to the grade school gym to shoot hoops. So, you know, we'll see. It's probably a silly theory. Curious what you think. But I think it's going to be real hard to to knock off one of these power teams to upset them. Number two, Mid-America Christian. They're 4-0. On Monday, they went on the road. They beat Randall again, 103-79. Randall, as they did in their last meeting with Mid-America Christian, they really held their own on the boards. Uh, But Mid-America, they shut Randall down from three. Randall just going four for 23. Terrence Jones, he was outstanding for Mid-America Christian. 23 points, 12 rebounds. And Randall's Brent Clark, 21 points, 7 rebounds. Mid-America Christian, they're not scheduled to play again until after the first of the year. And number one, Georgetown, they're 2-0. They're scheduled to resume action December 3rd against Freed Hardman at home. So let's update our teams to watch. Remember, there's like five zillion teams in the NAI. If I miss your team, I'm sorry. Um, this is just my opinion. So let's. Uh, we're adding St. Francis this week out of Indiana. Uh, don't look now, but they're five and zero. It's a proud historic program. They play Bethel on Tuesday, and they're scheduled to play next weekend in the show. And they take on Southeastern and Bluefield. So they'll be tested over the next week. We'll see how they end up. Alice Lloyd out of the River States Conference. We're adding them as well. Uh, they're 5-0. and And they're scheduled to play on December 1st, taking on Oakland City. Huntington, they're still 5-0. and They're next scheduled to play on December 2nd. They travel to Spring Arbor. Uh, and probably, probably the best unranked team right now is Talladega. They're 7-1. and Uh, They next play facing University of Mobile on December 2nd. Southeastern is 5-1. They dropped a game to Kaiser. Uh, We'll keep an eye on them, though. Concordia in the G-Pack, they're 6-1. They've won six straight, and they're coming off big wins over Northwestern and Dort. Some teams have dropped out of the watch list. Uh, Dort, they were 5-0. They've lost two straight now. Life, they were also 5-0, but they've lost two straight. Jamestown has dropped two after starting fast. And Point, they've dropped two straight as well. Adding Valley City out of the North Star, they're 6-1. and one. Some players to watch after eight games, Indiana Wesleyan's Kyle Mangus. He's averaging 33 points a game. Deshaun Munson out of Harris-Stowe, he's averaging 41 after three games. Really hard to compare these players, you know, when somebody's, played eight games somebody's played two games or um but these are both amazing players mangus and munson uh in rebounds grant olson out of sterling after four games uh he's just over 14 per game uh deshaun munson again out of uh harris stowe he's averaging 14 boards in three games and uh, jamestown mason walters uh, just over 13 and a half after six games and then another player to mention, sophomore Billy Balligan out of Tennessee Wesleyan. He's shooting 80% from the field five games in. That's amazing. So today is Sunday, November 22nd. That's your NAI men's basketball top 25. And I just want to let everybody know uh, you might see a little less of me, both Twitter and uh, also with the podcast, you know, because the the virus and really not even be able to go to basketball games in the Northwest, taking on a a little bit extra work over the winter. Normally don't do that during basketball season, but you know, seeing the situation, it was kind of hard to turn down, 
definitely uh, try to keep the top 25 show. Try to do uh, podcasts and interviews whenever possible. I want to follow follow every team and, and just keep up with the outcome. But if you see less of me, it's not that I've lost interest. It's just that life kind of takes over sometimes and you, you got to prioritize. Just to let everybody know, I'm, I'm not disappearing. This is Billy D, Cascade Hoops Talk. Want to remind you, go to Twitter, go to YouTube, go to Facebook. And also want to remind you, be nice to one another. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody.